Well, here I am in a tiny little room in Richmond, Virginia. Hard to not abuse animals. Is it so hard? Is it so hard? Colonies can fuck themselves. Don't fuck themselves. This is a Everybody. You know, it's an interesting point where today I'm actually inside a tiny little business room with no door on it. Um, I'm next to the dining hall where people are gobbling down lots of uh, shredded up animals who were once living and free or wanting to be free at least. So, yeah, that's uh, where I am right now. The only vegan option I saw was bananas, apples, and oranges. So I am going to be having this for breakfast. But it's pretty um, excited to be in Richmond. I'm at the at a, at a very fancy place called an Executive Best Western. It's pretty exciting. Lots of action happening here. It's a full hotel. And uh, my truck is parked out back. I'm pretty excited to have it there. A big UFO truck. Mm. At least they have coffee. You know what I mean? Even if they don't, if they don't have any cruelty-free options, coffee is always cruelty-free, right? Sort of. So, as um as you know, uh, I'm on the road. Yesterday was really interesting. Okay, so the first day at William Mary, it was like pretty good. First day, we nailed our our our, our literature goals. We got a bunch of people. We we nailed our vr goals and it was our first day we were like oh man this whole tour is gonna be easy this whole thing we got this in the bag but then the second day it was like oh crap uh on tuesday i guess the tuesday crowd just wasn't i don't know when i was in college i was more of like a monday wednesday student maybe uh the tuesday thursday students maybe that's the dark side of universities that no one's talking about so the Tuesdays and Thursdays, folks, were orange. You glad I didn't? Orange, you glad to go bananas over coffee? Yeah, I know they have they have bread too. I saw little things of Jif peanut butter. Skippy, of course, is certified vegan, but um, I might have to Jif Jif is vegan too. So maybe I'll maybe I'll get some peanut butter and put it on my banana or something, something with protein. You know what I'm saying? And um, really excited to get there. And on Tuesday they were. Um, People told me to go F myself. They pushed by me. They said mean things to me. It was pretty rough on Tuesday. Then yesterday, I was, I was, you know, doing my thing. I was setting up the VR, and people were actually quite lovely. I had someone come over and ask me about the hippos in the Amazon and what we should do about that. And we and about 
cats that we should should cats be fed of a, a, a vegetarian diet oh my gosh what should we do about that i'm like yo maybe you should worry about what you can do three times a day with one decision three times a day you can lower your greenhouse gas emissions by 76 percent. you can lower your your footprint by 80 percent on planet earth why don't you do that let's start there and then we can all get involved with what to do about the cats and what to do about the hippos you know what i mean there's all sorts of things we can we could think about but honestly start with the big stuff if you're thinking about going vegan like i know that every vegan has these issues where people are like well what about forget about all that just tell them look man <laughs> look we're not trying to solve all the world's problems with just one little decision what i'm trying to tell you is that with one decision that you make three times a day you could have a major impact now that is a major impact on you, the major impact on the planet, the major impact, especially and most importantly for the animals, because what happens to them matters to them, and they don't want to end up mutilated and dead on your plate. And so that's what I said, and it was great. Lowering your greenhouse gas emissions by 69 is nice, but I think it's even higher than that. But 69, dude, it's my favorite number. Yeah, eat the peanut butter. Eat more vegan foods, set higher demand for it. Good idea. Um, I'm going to. I, I, I think they had some smuckers in there too. I think I might make myself a PB and J for breakfast, as long as it's uh, with the, since it's with the, it's concluded with the hotel. Why not, right? Um, hopefully today they say I'm looking. There's weather uh, report going on, and hopefully with any luck, I won't be in the sweltering heat like we were yesterday. Uh, Williamsburg is built on a bunch of swamps and even on campus, they've got these swamp pits that I was kind of surprised by just to cesspools for mosquitoes and other various insects, just pits, just pits of still water. And I found that to be disconcerting, but, uh, it was humid and, um, kind of oppressive yesterday. The weather was just the last few days standing out there in the heat it's been rough joseph is red he's got a red face now he's french descent and he's got a you know they don't do well in the sun you know i don't know why i'm not i'm so impervious i always think that's weird sometimes i think i don't get i don't get sunburned because i'm vegan sometimes i think it's just because i'm toughened up sometimes i think yeah the cancer's already got me why not just keep going Give the streams a thumbs up. Please hit the thumb button. Good idea. Jean, welcome back from Costa Rica. Gorek all the way back. What's happening, man? So um, yesterday night, we actually were talking about uh, cats. And yesterday, people asked me about cats. And it was so like... It's interesting that this comes up a lot. And everyone has... I mean, I try to be nice, but I still am on the... I'm still on the side of feed your cats a plant-based diet now of course with the growing evidence to suggest that plants that plant diets are actually better for cats look at this happy little bastard he's from adobe stock who knows what this cat just ate but they're using him uh, as a as a picture for this thing seems happy a new study has added a growing body of research on the safety of plant-based diets for kitty cats now of course it says basically the same thing that i said last night that they can of course be plant-based as long as they're getting their nutrients taurine for example is not found exactly in plants so you have to synthesize it but guess what 
you can do it and animals can get all of the nutrients they need. I know that Vegan Yoga Mama, our Sunday uh, co-host, she just puts taurine in the food and the cats are healthy, happy and funny and they do all the cat stuff that everyone loves. So what do you know? Um, deficiency in conventional diet. They said that health and nutrition was the most important factor for guardians in decision-making about their cat's diet, but suspicion about the nutritional quality of conventional commercial pet food is pushing guardians toward embracing alternatives. See, this is the other thing. Don't get it twisted. Conventional pet food is not good for cats. It's the cheapest, shittiest thing that you can give to your cat. That's what we do. I don't know. Most people, when they have their slave animals at the home, they usually buy them the shittiest, cheapest shit. That's what they do. That's what people feed cats. It's the slop that they sweep off the floor and they throw it on to some kind of grain product to trick a cat into eating it. That's all it is. Or they put it in a can and add other flavors and things like that to it. It's a ridiculous notion to think that those little cans, <laughs> to think that those little cans that people are feeding to cats is somehow good for the cat. That is marketing. You've been tricked. <laughs> that, is a tr that is trickery. But my cat likes it better. Well, your, your kid might like McDonald's better. Does that mean the kid should eat McDonald's every day? But my kid only eats the dollar burger. That's all he wants. And I won't feed him anything else. He turns up his nose at everything. Then you're not a good parent. You need to give your children food that is actually nutritious for them, not the stuff that they just like. If I got everything that I wanted when I was a kid, I probably would have lived off of M&Ms and I don't know, nerds or something. It's not... It's not, I probably wouldn't have been a healthy kid. You know what I mean? Hot dogs, corn dogs. I ate garbage when I was a kid. Well, at least I liked garbage when I was a kid. My parents didn't let me eat all that shit because, well, they let me eat it sparingly because they didn't want to have an unhealthy little shriveled up kid. You can't let a kid eat whatever he wants. What is this world? Same thing with cats. You can't let cats eat just because, well, the cat doesn't like it. Well, when the cat's hungry, he'll, he's going to eat it. Promise you that. Give the cat something nutritious. And maybe something ethical, huh? Maybe you should feed your cat something ethical. I thought it was hilarious that we talked about it yesterday. And now today, all of a sudden, even more um, even more evidence that cats can, of course, live on veganites if they get all of their nutrients. That's all it is to it. Guardians are turning to it. Raw meat diets are, are another. But the latter appeals to people who are believed that feeding their companions a diet more closely resembled that of their wild relatives or ancestors. But there is limited evidence for the health benefits of raw meat diets. And there are a number of health concerns associated with these diets, including increased likelihood of bacterial infections, malnutrition, and parasites. Isn't that interesting that raw meat diets, because we know that we, when you don't cook, when you don't cook, uh, meat, the salmonella, the uh, parasites will make it into the cat's body. So then you become at risk because now you've got all this gross stuff. The cat is more likely to have a parasite living within him. It's not a good idea. What? It's not a good idea at all to have raw meat going into any of your animal companions. Remember when I was a kid, my mom used to get get hamburger and she would mix it in with the, with her dog food and i was always just like what are you doing this is just raw meat they love it though they don't know better they're dogs 
you're just feeding them things that make you feel better. I don't know. It makes their coat shiny. Really? Really? We can't figure out some other way. Let children eat junk food at least that night. On Halloween, all right. On Halloween, fine. On Halloween, feed them, let them eat whatever they want. <laughs> as long as it's not a ground up dead animal or the secretions of a dead animal. That would be cool. That would be cool. Let's scrape the let's scrape the blood, shit, ashes, etc. off the factory floor. Put it in Kansas, sell it to cats and dog food. Sounds perfectly healthy. That's the thing. They're like, that's what's so fun to me. People go like, well, that's what that's what they're meant to eat. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what makes you what what's natural about what you're talking about? That happened yesterday. Actually, someone's like, well, it's natural, and I'm like, what's natural about what's happening in that scenario? Cats cannot catch tuna. Cats cannot catch cows. Cats cannot catch chickens. A chicken will fuck up a cat bad. There's no way. Like, a cat might end up, may, might win, but at the end of the day, that cat might not live to see the next day, I'll tell you. Cat versus chicken, I'm not putting all my money on cat. Put it that way. You know what I'm saying? Today in history... We have um, a lot of cool stuff happening. Not a ton, not a ton. Don't worry, but I like to put some things in perspective. We have uh, British, the Britain and the British Empire, including the American, the, the Gregorian calendar today. Can you believe it? The Gregorian calendar started today. I think that's pretty cool. We had to change all the dates around. It messes us all up. This is not that long ago. This is only in 1752. Imagine, imagine that the world lived on a totally different calendar for a long, long time because they just got the math wrong. We had to fix it. Things change. People, this is when people say, well, well, nothing ever changes. Yeah, it does. They changed the calendar because they got the math wrong. If you could think that they changed everybody at the same time, changed the friggin' calendar, I think that we can make some pretty massive changes today. Today? Yes, today. Um, the first prefrontal lobotomy in America was performed by Walter Freeman and James W. Watts at George Washington University Hospital in Washington, D.C. Full frontal lobotomy is kind of a scary idea. You know, they either go through the eye or they go through the nose and they chop off the inside of the front part of your brain. It's um, pretty horrific. It was the main thing that people did for a long time until they invented the chemical lobotomy, which uh, most people refer to as Xanax. Or some other, some other medication just to keep people under control, um, keep people a little bit zombified. Which I'm against. How do you feel about it? Should chemical lobotomies be the norm? Frontal lobotomies were the norm for a really long time. Keeps people just docile. It makes them it cures. It cures their whole uh, personality problems right up. Right up. Why not? You know, just get. Your, 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 your kids are out of line, full frontal lobotomy. They were doing it to 10-year-olds before it was open, before it was all said and done. And, you know, today uh, people give kids a bunch of drugs instead. They, my kids are acting up. Pump them full of drugs. They'll be all right. You'll act, you'll act just right after you put enough pill, if you put enough pills into a kid. They act just fine, smooth. Teachers love them there. Oh, this kid, this kid's perfect these days. He just sits still and does whatever I tell him. That's the pills. That's the pills. Kids are supposed to be a little bit rough around the edges. That's why they're kids. They're not supposed to act like well-behaved adults. They're supposed to be acting like kids. 
adults are not supposed to be acting like well-behaved adults. They're supposed to be acting like wild humans because we're supposed to be free. Chemical lobotomies, full frontal lobotomies, I don't think it's a good idea. But what do I know? What do I want? Chemical lobotomies for carnies, you say? Well, I think that part, actually, the whole eating meat thing, I think that is a chemical lobotomy. There's a reason why I walk around, I see these people floating around like bloated corpses. They're just kind of walking through towns like, their brains are just full of fog because they've never, they've never been around and they never had a vegetable in their life. So they just end up sapped of their vitality. I think maybe, maybe, maybe meat is a chemical lobotomy, you know, turns them into zombies feeding on the flesh of the living. How could you, how could you be a good person full of, full of vip and vigor if you're going to be feasting on the flesh of the living? feed them complete poison then pump with pills there you go you know there's a reason why there's a reason why burgers are on the dollar menu it's because they're subsidized by pharma there's no secret about it you can look it up it's not something that's some big secret conspiracy pharma is pharma is subsidizing uh, they're lobbying the government to subsidize cows so that we will get sick so they can sell us drugs and cows get sick too and we sell all the drugs to the cow farmers it keeps going like that until we're all just a bunch of idiots zombified what does that mean can i go shoot them in the head who who are you going to shoot in the head don't shoot anybody in the head please this is a non-violent non-violent movement non-violent movement the world's first practical helicopter designed by Iger Sikorsky takes flight in Stratford Connecticut it's funny when you think of someone like Iger Sikorsky you don't think Connecticut to you but 1939 the first helicopter it was pretty cool I saw it at the Smithsonian Museum I actually saw that helicopter it's pretty dope India's constituent assembly adopts Hindi as the official language celebrated today as Hindi day you know that America doesn't even have a we don't even have a national language we don't have an official language people say it's english but it's not we don't have an official language so if you live in america you can speak whatever language you want and you can get translations of anything it's pretty cool the court will assign a the court will assign a translator if they have to or an interpreter see this thing this is the first commercial computer with a hard drive that uses magnetic disk storage 1956 by uh by ibm the ramac look at this thing I love it. It weighs over a ton. You basically could do basic math and maybe keep a couple of keep a couple notes. Pretty crazy. Zombie carnists. Of course, what else would you call them? Uh, speaking of zombies, The Return of the Living Dead is the best zombie movie ever made. <laughs> Send more cops. Yeah. Eating animal flesh is cannibalism. Yeah, it's as if you're it's as if you're eating the your cousins in another tribe. It makes no sense. All right, so OPEC started today in 1960. What do you think about OPEC? It's a good idea. Astronomers report possible sign of life on Venus after detecting phosphine in the planet's atmosphere by tele telescope in 2020. We think there might be life on Venus. Wouldn't that explain things? What if there were life on Venus and they were visiting us? Couldn't that happen? I mean, what if what if there's life on Venus this whole time and they're visiting us? That could be pretty cool. Like in our solar system, yeah, it's probably some microscopic organism. But wouldn't it be cool? They discovered life on Venus in 2020, and nobody seemed to care because there was a thing called a pandemic going on. People were dying. Speaking of pandemic, today in 2021, one in 500 Americans have died of COVID-19 as the nation's known death toll reaches 
663,913. Of course, we would pass the million mark before it was really the worst of it was over. But the deadliest, deadliest uh, year in American history. Yeah, 663,000 people died up until this point today in 2021. Don't forget the American Civil War only killed 600 American, 600,000 American people. And um, we were killing each other intentionally. And we still only got to 650,000, I think. So that's a really bad year. I mean, the Civil War went almost five years. So think about it. Why there's no love for the Venus brothers? Yeah, we're, we're, we'll send the Venus brothers to Venus to find out, see how that, see how it goes. I want to feed Karnas to Tarman from Living Dead. <laughs> Morning holding series, holding comedy series. How the heck are you? I'm glad to see us talking about you yesterday. Where were you? I, as a member of the Facebook tribe, am a cousin of those on the YouTube tribe. You certainly all, Paul, Paul, Paul Campbell, all the way from Galway, everybody. More like Penis Brothers, am I right? Yeah. I don't like Venus Brothers What's one bit. Man, we can't even take care of the Earth and the creatures here. What the F <laughs> gives us the right to search for somewhere new to destroy? You know, Hannah, that's a decent, a decent, um, decent point. But I like the idea that maybe curiosity and exploration. I'm a big fan of curiosity and exploration. So I'm hoping, at least if it's all the way out there, it's like scientists and explorers will get there before all the capitalists and horrible people. That's my idea, I guess. I don't know. Probably wrong. I'm probably wrong, but I like the idea of exploration. I hope John Venus eats Leo and Leo eats him. <laughs> you know, it's funny. As we were leaving William and Mary yesterday, so we all get back up in the truck. And we get back in the, in the U UFO truck. And we got three PETA cars because we had somebody visiting from Norfolk kind of chaperoning us. And so as we leave, there are no, we can't get out. Like the posts have been re have re been reinstalled and they're bolted to the ground. We don't, we don't have tools to get them out and we're just stuck. So we just, we had to call the police to let us out and the police come out and they had to bring more people out. Workmen came out and then they, they cranked it up and they pulled them out for us. It was pretty funny. Um, but we were kind of, we were held, we were held hostage at William and Mary college. It was pretty, pretty interesting. Then I, um, we, we took, before that, we took a walking tour of the campus so we could take a picture in front of the welcome to William and Mary sign and stuff. And that was fun, but, um, we couldn't like, it was one of those jokes where we were like, don't take any pictures in front of the statues. And so every time we got to a statue, we found out who it was and we would Google how many slaves they owned because before we would take any pictures in front of the statues. And though I did take video of statues, I did not put myself in those videos. <laughs> I don't want any pictures of me next to a statue of anyone who owns anybody else. That's <laughs> it's like I like you get canceled for nothing. I want no, I don't want to have my my image next to anyone who was uh owned another human being how about that do you think that's a good plan i think it's a good plan so kids that's a, a pro tip when traveling in the south always google the name and the word slaves next to any like anytime you take a picture of a statue or want, or think about taking a picture with a statue 
because I found out that even James Monroe, James Monroe, who was anti-slavery and was and created Liberia in order to uh, end slavery, it was his idea was to send people back to Africa and uh, create a a liberated people there. He also was the country's one of the country's largest slave owners. I didn't know that until yesterday. You see, statues do teach us something. James Monroe. There you go. America's fifth president at the time was one of the one of America's largest slave owners. Yeah. Golden Girls came out today. I saw a little bit of Golden Girls yesterday. They love cheesecake. I don't like that. All right. Who's alive? Oh, Francis Scott Penn, Scott Francis Scott Key wrote the um Star Spangled Banner, our national anthem. So that's kind of cool. He wrote it while witnessing the bombardment of Fort McHenry from a ship in Baltimore Harbor during the War of 1812, but he wrote it in 1814 today. The bombs bursting in air. As the rockets red flare, the bombs bursting in air. Okay, so um, these are interesting people, but um, I'm only really going to concentrate on Alexander von Humboldt. Alexander von Humboldt was born today. It's his birthday. He was the guy they named Humboldt County after. He probably wasn't vegan, but he was really into eating plants. The reason why I don't think he's vegan because he spent a lot of time on ships and like hiking in the Andes to the tops of mountains. And back then, I don't think that that was like on people's. Anyway, um, he was very into the nutritional value of plants. And Humboldt County is named after him because of his because people who discovered that bay were like they named it after their favorite explorer, uh, Alexander von Humboldt. Super interesting dude. He he kind of char he charted the different colors of blue of the sky at different altitudes when he climbed the Andes. He he invented new ways to measure plants and the, the size of them and how they grew. He was a polymath. He was a genius. And um, if, if you really dig a little bit deeper into Alexander von Humboldt, you'll find all sorts of fascinating things about this dude and his life. He was uh, an explorer, a traveler. He said... Uh, Learn, travel, then learn some more. That was his personal motto. Learn, travel, learn some more. And I don't know. That resonates with me. Does it resonate with you? I'm a, I'm a world traveler, and I like the idea of learning and traveling and then learning. I have, I have a curious mind. I don't think I'm the smartest guy out there, but I think I might be one of the more curious ones. So I don't know. Maybe Alexander von Humboldt speaks to you as well. The other person who was born today that I want to say, talk about is Margaret Sanger, also not vegan, but she started Planned Parenthood, which changed the world. Planned Parenthood and the uh, she, she invented the word birth control. She, the term birth control, she was one of those people who helped women um, become, she liberated women in, a many, in many ways. And... Um, Instead of it just being this accident that killed women or this accident that shackled women to a man that they didn't love or or somebody else, you know, um, she changed the, the way the way we look at each other and the way we look at how humanity carries on. So Margaret Sanger, whether or not you agree with Planned Parenthood, is one of the most influential people um, the world has ever known, especially in modernity. Uh, she's way up there. Like with the Einsteins, you know, with that type of impact on planet Earth and the way humanity 
um, occupies its place on earth. So Margaret Sanger, happy birthday, Margaret Sanger. I mean, holy crap. She, she's one of those people made a big impact. Here she is right here. She died in 1966. She calls They call her a nurse. But um, yeah, first birth control clinic founded American Birth Control League. Oh, she popularized. I think she invented the term birth control. It says popularized, but she planned. She started Planned Parenthood Federation of America, one of the very few uh, foundations I've actually given money to. Um, Amy Winehouse was born today. Amy Winehouse was one of those people who made jazz popular again, but she was... Okay, so she was a lactose intolerant vegetarian, but on her birthday, there's this whole thing where she ate fish and chips. And so people were like, you're not vegetarian. Uh, you're not vegan. So obviously she wasn't vegan and she wasn't even vegetarian. She's eating fish. But today, uh, in her honor, because she did talk about animals and she claimed to be vegetarian, if uh, all of those products that are kind of um, inspired by her or named after her, like cosmetic pro, pro, uh, products, they're all ve vegan, cruelty-free. So I found that out today because I thought Amy Winehouse was actually vegan, but turns out she was a lactose intolerant vegetarian who sometimes ate fish. So I'm sorry. What are you going to do with that, you know? Kind of a bummer. My favorite explorer is Dora the Explorer. Well, you know, she's she's pretty cool. But doesn't she have a pet monkey or something? I thought she had a pet monkey. I thought she had a pet monkey. I don't like I don't like people who have pet monkeys who died today. Oh, Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg and U.S. President Barack Obama sent supportive tweets to 14-year-old Texan Ahmed Mohammed arrested at school when a homemade clock assumed to be a bomb. Oh, my gosh. These are people who died. Grace Kelly died today. Wow. Well, William McKinley died. Yeah. Aaron Burr died today. And, of course... Aaron Bird shot shot Alexander Hamilton, and who cares, right? All right, these are the people who died today. That's it. Got it. Next up, Soy Dora. Soy Dora. Oh, my volume was really low. I am in Richmond, Virginia. We're going to go to the Virginia Commonwealth University, VCU, Virginia Commonwealth University today to spread the word about animal liberation. Changing some hearts and minds. VCU is uh, kind of a cooler campus than William & Mary, a little less, a little less um, stodgy, I would say. William and Mary, they were great hosts, but um, I'm looking forward to VCU. I'm looking forward to meeting new new people there. I'm excited about it. Really excited about it. Yeah, we'll be there in a few hours, a couple hours. Two hours we'll be opening up there. All right. The word of the day is one of my favorites. It's harbinger. The harbinger. A harbinger is something that foreshadows something else or gives early indication of something that will happen in the future, almost like a like a. Harbinger, I think it was a like a bird that flies. I think I think it's a harbinger is a bird. When the star star running back went down with an injury, it turned out to be the harbinger of a disappointing season. Yeah, something that like like the like the proverbial canary in a coal mine, the death of the canary would be a harbinger of black lung. Whether a subtle whiff of campfire on a cool autumn breeze or the less than subtle lure of a pumpkin spice latte. Bleh, <laughs> 
the spicy, savory harbingers of fall, a shift in the food and wine we crave. The harbingers of fall. That's pretty cool. I like that. Okay. Did you know J.R.R. Tolkien's The Fellowship of the Ring, Four Hobbits, pursued by writers in black, seek safe harbor in the village of Bree? Unbeknownst to the hobbits, the innkeeper of the prancing pony Butterbur was made aware of their potential arrival by the wizard Gandalf some months prior. I was asked to look out for hobbits of the Shire. When you consider the oldest, now obsolete definition of harbinger, there are multiple harbingers in this section of the tale. The first is Butterbur himself, coming from the Anglo-French herberge, meaning lodgings. Harbinger was in was used as long ago as 12th century to mean one who provides lodgings. Weird. Later on, Harbinger was also used for a person sent ahead of a main party to seek lodgings. A Harbinger. Those sent ahead would announce the approach of those following behind. The hobbits did not send Gandalf to Bree, but he did still herald their eventual arrival, making him a harbinger. Which is how our modern sense of harbinger came to be used for someone or something which foretells a future event, such as how the hobbit's arrival is a harbinger of the evil pursuing them, threatening all of Middle Earth. You know who would love this word today? would be Colleen Patrick Gaudreau. She loves Lord of the Rings, and she loves new words and languages. I'm sure she knows the word harbinger, but harbinger is such a good one. You know, I think we can use that in our activism. I think we could use that pretty easily, like dead animals are the harbinger of a dead planet. Ooh, killing 100 billion animals is a, is a harbinger. Harbinger, harbing, 100 billion harbingers of a dying planet. Ooh, you see, that sounds poetic. A hundred billion harbingers of a dying planet. Oh my gosh, thank you. I wish I had my egg. Enjoy a great vegan lunch day. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, one criticism I have is that for some reason, PETA has not given us our credit card. We're supposed to get $30 a day to eat and we haven't gotten it. But one of us got a cash advance and now we have to like ask her to take us to get a coffee so that we can use the money. It's like the, it's really the only criticism. I uh, It's such a horrible idea to do it that way, but whatever. So thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Multi, multi bono. Thank you so much. Please give a, give a couple green emojis. Cause something, can, can we get some big duck energy for uh for no low plant powered, please. Stephen Maracha hooking it up, buying me lunch today. I really appreciate it. I'm pouring on the road. This is a harbinger of a great day. You are a harbinger of a wonderful day, Mr. Maracha. Thank you. <clears throat> Speaking of uh, cool stuff to do, I made this shirt for Vegan Yoga Mama, but you can always get it. There, oh, here's the rest of your 30. <laughs> You're, you're treating me better than PETA right now, man. Thank you. <laughs> Here's the rest of your 30. You, you son of a bitch. <laughs> that cracks me up. Gora gets a big duck energy. Thank you so much, Steve. I appreciate you. No, Nolo is the harbinger of lunch. Yes. Nolo is the harbinger of a good vegan lunch. Yes. Last time I was in Richmond, they had a Rastafarian vegan restaurant. I'm hoping still exists, but I don't know. The other two want to go to the Guar Bar. 
because uh, it has vegan options. But I don't like to go to places that don't aren't vegan. Um, so <laughs> little aguacate. Thank you so much. Um, I want to show you guys that I made this for you, vegan yoga mama, but you can get it too. Now there's a ladies version of the don't use animals. It says don't use animals. Women's flowy racer back tank. It's got the little V on it. You can't print on the back, so it's not an activist shirt. But still, I think it's great for activists to wear when they go out there with their tank tops in this hot AF weather. It's quite hot out there. Make sure to not take off all of your clothes unless you want to. It's getting hot in here. Take off all your clothes. I am getting so hot. I'm going to take my clothes off. Harbingers ARIA are the harbingers of a new peaceful world. I would say that the vegan activist is the harbinger of a peaceful world. It's supposed to be part of your peace aims. Indeed. Indeed. You've always added an extra R to this world. I always said harbinger. Well, that was perfect, though, because a harbinger would make it more sense, right? It would make more sense, a harbinger. <laughs> it would make more sense if the word was actually harbinger instead of harbinger. But no, it's definitely Harbinger. Well, you can say it's English. You can say whatever you want. Put it over your knee and break it. It's not a real language. It's a language that was born in the gutter. We just make it. We just we just make it seem like it's an important word. It's not that important. Important language, I mean. Anyone who knows if it's possible to turn me into vegan Robocop, I vow to eliminate. Yeah, we could get we can get right on that. Let's get you, let's get you drop it. Freeze, scumbag. I love that. I always thought it was pronounced Harbinger. Harbinger. I, I've, I've heard Harbinger. Let's see what they... Harbinger. 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 It could be Harbinger. A lot of people do say Harbinger. It says Harbinger here. Um, I say Harbinger, but Harbinger works. Yeah, on the uh, on the word on the on the Merriam-Webster, it said Harbinger. So you can say Harbinger. 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 Whichever one you like, I think. It's 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 English. Break it. <laughs> Pronunciation's never been my fort. Yeah. I used to work with someone named Harbinger. Really? That's kind of a cool name. The Harbinger. 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 What have I been saying this whole time now? I definitely have said both. Uh, now I can't remember. Whatever. I don't know. I talk so fast. Sometimes I can't do anything. Maybe the H can be silent. You can say hablo espanol. <laughs> Arbinger. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Drop it. Drop it. <laughs> That's why I'm so mature. Is that why you're so mature, Mr. Robocop? <laughs> All right. So um, the other thing yesterday after we... Uh, they have trash cans all over campus that are clearly like old wine barrels that have been there for like a hundred years. Like, <laughs> but they're just lined with trash bags. It's so funny. Everything is supposed to look super old in Colonial Williamsburg. And they even have people who are uh, working at, they call it CW there, but it's Colonial Williamsburg where everyone dresses up like colonists and they all pretend like make candles and stuff. It's like a little amusement park. They make fun of it in lots of like Family Guy and Simpsons and that movie Choke. If you remember that movie Choke um, where people are or Wednesday, that's totally they're making fun of Williamsburg. If you ever seen Wednesday, the movie that show with um, Jenna Ortega, who stopped being vegan during the filming of it uh she that that is supposed to be williamsburg they're making fun of that because there's people like pretending to live as colonists 
in a fake little colony. Well, it's a, it's a real, it's a historic place, you know? And so people pretend to still be, uh, thou shalt not, they, they talk like that and stuff. But what's funny is a lot of people who work at Colonial Williamsburg are students over at William and Mary, the college. And so William and Mary, the college has been there since 1690, I think. And so they actually, 1693. And so people will look like colonists walk because they don't take their uniforms off and they're walking around the campus looking like old with those heavy skirts and the big, like the, the pilgrim, they look like pilgrims to me. I don't like all that old stuff, but it's pretty cool to see those buildings that are like the oldest building on campus is from 1693 and it looks pretty amazing. You know, it's kind of cool to see these old buildings still there. Wacky Wednesday. Today's Thursday, right? Today's Thursday. Hopefully we'll have Kirsten Marilyn on later. All right. Um, I wanted to just look at this. We still have affirmations of the day, and I can't wait to share them with you. All right. Okay, here we go. I can. I can feel good more often. I can be happy if I want to. I can create a good life for myself. I can embrace more joy. I can practice more optimism. I can be radiant. I can enjoy more miracles. And I can enjoy being me. I think that if you're vegan, you should be the only type of person who can enjoy being you. Because how can you enjoy being you if you have animals rotting in your belly? How could you enjoy being you if you participate in the world's worst form of oppression, the worst Holocaust the world has ever seen, 100 billion animals killed for no good reason every year. Those are just the land animals, another 2 trillion sea animals killed. How could you enjoy being you if you're participating and contributing to that? Come on, man, get better carnies anyway that was your daily affirmation for vegans only so um i should have put that in the beginning but i didn't i was too excited to just get to the get to the affirmation but there you and there it is now you have it i can i can enjoy being me if you're vegan you can enjoy being you keep it going vegans i <clears throat> hi everybody <laughs> plant powered ever meet vegan gains in person no i have not Hi, everybody. Hey, Deb Thompson. How you doing? Nice to see you again. Trying to push through. Man, keep going, RC. You can you can enjoy being you. I can enjoy being me. You can. Exactly. Exactly. Thrilling Thursday. Perfect. Vegan, I need my Robocop armor, and then I can start. <laughs> what are you talking about? Anyway, I think you can enjoy being you. Uh, let's see this. I want to offer promotion of your channel, viewers, followers, chats, chatbots. No, thank you. No, thank you. Carson is offended by your slur, Carnies. <laughs> He's offended. He's offended. He's. Are, is this real? I hope so. I hope he is offended. It's intense. It's intentionally offensive. If you're offended by the word carny, then stop being a carny. You carnist. Like you're a carnist. 
You're either vegan or you're a carnist. You're vegan or you're speciesist. You're vegan or you're a Nazi. That's all there is to it. It's, it's quite simple. You wear a blue uniform or you wear a gray uniform. This is a civil war. This isn't this isn't happy-go-lucky, let's all be friends. You're participating in the worst atrocities the world has ever known. And you're saying it's okay. That's what Carson's doing. So Carson is a carny. Carson the carny. I hope he is. I hope you're... Oh, my God. Find the word car is offensive. <laughs> well, I find the fact that he calls himself vegan offensive. I find that offensive because he eats animals. He says it's okay to eat animals. And he thinks that's the reasonable approach. So, yeah, I'm offended. Thanks, thanks for the affirmation. Absolutely. Being of, being offended by the term carnist sounds like paradise compared to having your throat slit, body chopped up. And yeah, there you go. How about that? How about that? Absolutely. <laughs> Animal murderer. <laughs> what a ridiculous thing. What a ridiculous thing. If 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 you're if you're vegan, if you're vegan and you're offended by the term carnist or carny, then uh, you're not vegan. <laughs> I think that's a there, that's your litmus test. Stick it in the water. Up came out purple. You're offended by the word carny. Sayonara, sucker. You ain't vegan. <laughs> Finally, we found one. I was looking around, came across your channel, your stream. Maybe I can help you out with your Twitch custom graphics even more. Why is everyone doing that today? I keep on getting that. Why is it offensive to say carnist? Because they don't like because they don't like being called what they are. It's just like. A racist being offended that you call them racist. The most racist people I've ever met in my life, when you're like, hey, stop being racist. They're like, oh, I'm not racist. How could you say that about me? Every racist you ever meet hates being called a racist. Every every carnist you ever meet hates being called a carnist. Every speciesist you ever meet hates it. They hate it when you call them out. Every Nazi you ever meet, they're like, I'm not a Nazi. How dare you? It's always that way. Always. They're embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a cornist. <laughs> Are you down with cornography? Hey, we could say racist. That's a slur too. Yeah, exactly. So ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. I was a carnival worker for a while and um, they all think that the term carny is funny. So I think I think we're going to be all right. I think all right. If he wasn't a carnist, if he wasn't a carnist, why would he be offended? Why would you be offended if you're not one? If you're offended by that word, you are one. That's all there is to it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> if someone called me a Nazi, I wouldn't be offended because I know I'm not. Exactly. I'd be like, what? <laughs> exactly. It's kind of like um William F. Buckley Jr. I think Gore Vidal was the one who called him. I think Gore Vidal called him a crypto Nazi, or no, called him a crypto fascist. He called him a crypto fascist, and it was like he got really upset by that because, like, he had fought in the war. He did. He'd done some. He served his country. William F. Buckley Jr. was a conservative thinker, but I think it was Gore Vidal called him a crypto fascist, and. Uh, and William F. Buckley Jr. lost it. He lost it because I'm sure he it was a little too sensitive about it. Me think the lady doth protest too much, you know. 
Google's an internet whore. <laughs> I don't get it. It's just the accurate way of describing a behavior. Someone who eats carne. Uh, yeah, well, carnism is the ideology that animals belong to us to do with what we will. It's also speciesism, I think, is the better term. But I, we will use them. People use them interchangeably. Like Dr. Melanie Joy was the one who started popularizing the term carnist. But... To me, speciesist is the better term. We already have that on the, we already have that word, but whatever. Use whichever one you want. I use it as a slur. Carney. Carney. Carson the Carney. Carney says calling people carnists turns them off for veganism. <laughs> calling people racist turns people off from the civil rights movement. Yeah. So stupid. Eat more chicken nuggies. If you say that word to me, I'm gonna eat more chicken nuggies. Yeah. God damn it. I can't believe you guys. Why do you guys watch them? They seem to be offended when I say murderers. Oh, they do like they don't like that one, do they? They don't like it when you call them murderers. They don't like it when you call them rapists. But um, this is the thing. If you call someone or if someone's committing rape and you call them a rapist, they go, oh, how dare you say that to me? It's not it's not that because it's uh, because she has four legs. She has four legs. So it's not rape. She only has two legs. because So it is it is if, if she has two legs, but she has four legs. It's not rape. But if she has two legs, it's rape. Uh, yeah, it's rape either way. Like, don't get it twisted. Don't get all go get all tie yourself up all into knots trying to defend what you're doing. Or turn off from veganism. They're just looking for add more excuses to it. Exactly. They're looking for excuses. They're gonna find whatever they want. But Carson wants to treat them with kid gloves, wants to make sure that they're they're that they feel comfortable. Ingratiate yourself to the carnies, trying to make them feel really good about what they're doing. Perfect. Can we get some nicer beds for them? I prefer speciesism to signify a mentality of discrimination. For me, carnis really is just meaning of someone who chooses to eat meat, which, okay, implies speciesism. Yeah, I think carnism is definitely considered an ideology. And I think speciesism is kind of considered a phenomenon. But whatever. I, like I said, these are things, use them as you will. I don't think it matters. Um, we don't need to split hair on, hairs on this. Uh, you could just call them non-vegans for all I care. You can call them fascists for all I care. You can call them Nazis for all I care. They're all the same thing to me. If you're either you're either vegan or you're a Nazi, that's it. You're vegan, you're fascist. You're vegan, you're speciesist. What do you want to? To me, I don't. I don't really need to um, split hairs on this. Yeah, you can reform. You can be reformed. A reformed carny, right? You can get better. Yeah. Carney, oh, he doesn't want bugs to feel. Oh, because he wants to kill bugs too, right? That somebody asked me that too, and, and when I was doing outreach, they asked me, "What about uh, farming crickets?" I'm like, "Yeah, that would be exploitation. Uh, that'd be totally yeah. Why would I breed? Because here's the other thing: if you if you think about what would capitalism do about crickets, the first thing the first thing we would do is try to make it as efficient as possible, which means we want to breed bigger, fatter crickets to have more and more babies at a faster space. We genetically modify them to do that so we can make more money. Like, do you see how horrible the situation is? Just like the first step, the first step to farming crickets is to find a way to modify them to birth more crickets and bigger crickets. That's the first step to making an efficient business model. I'm not a rapist. I'm just taming the shrew. Every rapist ever. Yeah. <laughs>
I'm not a rapist. She has four legs. She had it coming. She deserved it. Heinous explanation for heinous actions. I use the term animal abuser. Nothing less than that for me. Oh, I like that, Hannah Moon. That's a good That's a good line to draw. I like it. If someone discriminates against other species of species, then a carnist would be someone who discriminates against carnies. So vegans are carnists, right? <laughs> not bad. Not bad. I guess we could twist this all up. Uh, I mean, words are just things after all. Um, only a Sith deals in absolutes, Obi-Wan. I guess. Uh, what would make Obi-Wan a Sith Lord by that logic? <laughs> I personally wouldn't call a carnist a speciesist person a Nazi. I know you wouldn't. For me, that implies other things that are not related to the abuse of like, non-human animals. I think it makes it messy. Well, I think that um, Nazism is just a form of fascism that is popular, right? It's easy to say, okay, Nazi, because really what you're saying is fascist, right? But um, a fascist is this idea of a hierarchical, paternalistic, um, you know, patriarchal structure where first you got to build a duality. There's us and there's them. And then you have to build a one is better than the other situation. And then you have fascism. And that's pretty simple, uh, pretty boiled down. But really, the reason why patriarchy is such a problem is that you have, okay, there's two different forms of something and one is better than the other. And so any traits that are associated with the other, we say, we say those are lesser than, and we say the other one is better. You can take something as easy as logic and emotion, right? Logic and emotion, there's two ways of looking at it, right? Well, okay, we'll call emotion uh, feminine and logic masculine. Now we immediately have a hierarchy that the masculine thing is better than the other. And in our society, we generally look at logic as a better thing than emotion, see how we start to have a problem there but if you take that on a larger level and you say we're going to discriminate people who are emotional because they're emotional now we have yeah you get fascism pretty quickly i guess yeah anyway and when we have animals are lesser than humans that's a form of fascism too i think people care more about feelings the victimizers than they do about the victims yeah i think so too so I don't mind calling animal abusers vic, uh, animal animal abusers Nazis. Nazis. The only good Nazi is a dead Nazi. They are probably going to cut the eye stalks off female insects to keep them breeding faster like they do with shrimp. Good point, Gorick. Exactly right. That's exactly the first step is to make it more efficient every single time. Make it more efficient. Well, that's going to be abuse and exploitation immediately. First step. The first step is a step of abuse and exploitation. So it's a very bad. That's before you even get to grinding them up into grinding up into cricket burgers or any other gross shit they want to do. I watch a lot of world history YouTube. I usually comment that humans never learn as we do the same thing to non-human persons daily by the billions. Yeah, 50,000 every second. Name the trait lacking the name trait. In name the trait that if also lacking in name the trait would justify naming the trait lacking in the name of trait. <laughs> Damn it. You're, you're killing me now. All right. With that, I'm going to say goodbye. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm in Richmond, Virginia. If you'd like to swim by the uh, Virginia Commonwealth University to hang out with me and do a virtual reality experience, Peter, too, please stop on by. You'll notice we're uh, the big UFO truck. I want to say thank you one more time to Nolo Plant-Based Diet who dropped $30 in the tip jar today. Thank you so much, buddy. 
I appreciate that more than you know, because I'm out here skinned. I'm out here skinned when it comes to money. I got nothing. Yeah. 50,000 a second. I need a badge with that on it. Maybe I should make a t-shirt. What do you think? Should we make a t-shirt? Speaking of t-shirts, I have these still available. Don't use animals. Three words. Simple definition of veganism. What is veganism? Don't use animals. That's the that's that's it. Maybe we should make one that says 50k a second. People are like, what are you saying? What does that mean? Well, that's why. All right, guys. Thank you so much to everybody. I really do appreciate. You what did you what did you try to say? What is what is this thing? Hold on a second. Only a Sith does an absolute absolute judgment. Yeah, it's totally true. Exactly. No, I know that, but I mean, I don't, I don't know what you're trying to explain to me. Yeah, I get it. It's an absolute judgment. Frogs should have guns. <laughs> All right, have a good day, guys. Thank you so much. Um, I'm gonna do some. I'm gonna go out there and do some activism. I'm gonna eat this banana, maybe some peanut butter, and uh, go do some activism. I hope that you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. And tonight, if everything works out, we'll have a show tonight. That's the plan. Not sure yet. We'll see. Bye, guys. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Colonies can fuck themselves. Go fuck themselves. This is a shot of all vehicles. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to like the video. And also, if you want, you share the affirmations with other vegans, but only vegans, please. Only share the affirmation with vegans. Illegitimate, non carborundum. Don't let the bastards grind you down. Because I need you, and the animals need you, and we need each other. Thanks, vegans. BFFs, you're the best. Thank you. <laughs>